Hey, everybody, and welcome in to our latest edition of the Right Now Student Podcast. Today, we are welcomed by a very special guest, Mr. Walker Wiggins. Walker, how are you today? I'm doing good. Doing good. How was school today? It's all right. Quick. All right. Yeah. Quick. We'd love to, love to hear that. So um, tell the people a little bit about yourself, uh, where you go to school, what grade you're in, um, and one fun fact. Um, my name's Walker. I'm 17, go to Dell County High School, uh, 12th grade, and uh, I've got a, an eight-year-old chocolate lab. An eight-year-old chocolate <laughs> yeah. lab. Now, so in dog years, that's like a lot, right? Yeah, that's a lot. About Eight 56. Times seven. Yeah. Yeah, 56. yeah, 56. Wow, quick math. <laughs> yeah. Really good, really good. So today, before we jump into the main questions, I want to start off with asking you one question that you do not know about. So this is going to be a curveball. Okay, who would you spend time with right now, dead or alive, and why? That's tough. Um... So Martin Luther King Jr. would be pretty fun to sit and chat with. Okay, okay. Yeah. So why? Yeah. Why would you want to? Like, uh, what would you chat about? First off, like, where would you go? Would you go yeah. like, to coffee? Would you go to dinner? Like, uh, no, I, I couldn't expect going to coffee with him. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'd have to go for a full dinner, right? <laughs> right. So, um, but I guess we could talk about the Bible, talk about social issues, political issues. Okay, I, I feel like I could talk anything with him. Um, be pretty cool to sit down and talk about, you know, he was a smart man in the word and social stuff. Right. So it'd be pretty fun to talk to him about things like that. Yeah. I think that'd be yeah. pretty, pretty interesting, especially like almost if like you, you see that his perspective from then and like you see the perspective from right. now and how it's like, how it's shifted, but how it's not shifted, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Like how he started the movement and how it's kind of progressed and kind of like, you know, kind of a weird state right now right so i i like that i think that's pretty good um mlk definitely i mean be top of the list for sure yeah so as we think about the right now podcast we really want um our listeners to know kind of what's going on in students lives um and that sort of thing so with that being said what is the main thing god's teaching you right now kind of in this season of life as, as a 12th grader um, really figuring out what's next um, really with, you know, Corona and it being my senior year and all of that stuff added on, you know, I feel like it's, uh, become important to slow down and enjoy life while it's going on, you know, rather than rushing through it. Um, you know, take your time and enjoy what you're doing right now rather than looking for tomorrow and things like that. So I think he's helped me realize that, you know, a lot of the years were good growing years and are still, you know, growth and things like that. So. So as, as we think about, you know, Corona really kind of ruined, you know, the end of 11th grade. Right. Um, in a sense, ruined a lot of 12th grade. Yeah. What are things that you feel like maybe you've missed out on or been shorted by, um, whether it be like school-wise, church-wise, or just life-wise, um, because of COVID? Um, for the first little bit, you know, we weren't able to go see some people that might not have wanted to get close to others. Uh, and so like, there's a lot of lost time with certain family members and friends for the, right. especially those first couple of months yeah. during the uh, quarantine and whatnot. Um, and then at school, there's a lot of people that chose not to go to school because of Corona. So they're doing online stuff. So a right. lot of friends that I haven't gotten to see in a few months now, um, and having to get used to just a lot, being a lot, being around a lot less people and things like that. Yeah. So, uh, kind of church wise, I guess the biggest thing, 
um, here at Ridgecrest that we've missed out on is Wired. Yeah. What kind of uh, what kind of like how would you say missing that kind of affected summer? Yeah. Um, and kind of you know that's like a big lead into the new year for a lot of students. How was that kind of affected? Right. Yeah. So I was signed up for Wired, you know, and then um, that got canceled. So it was a big deal because that's you know that's a week of fellowship and getting to minister and things like that that you, you would usually get that we right. didn't get to get so that took away from what a lot of people especially in the area look forward to each summer is getting to do do wired and do what comes with that right so more yeah. missed out opportunities you know right so um kind of thinking about you know we're in a, a covid season um things are weird i mean i guess that's the easiest way to yeah. put it things are weird um people talk about new norm which we really was there really a normal before now, you know, um, what, uh, with your generation, you know, younger generation, um, really a lot older, a lot closer to my generation than, than even Chase's generation or even generations here at our church. Um, how can God really use your generation right now? Like with anybody, I think it would be awesome to see a revival in the church, you know, and that can only really start with the youngest people. And, um, you know, lead the net you know if if our generation can get it right raise our kids in the church things like that and get us back on a more faith-based life track right that'd be amazing right it's it's really good to see um young people really so involved here in ministry especially at ridgecrest um but even like wired you know you have so many young people and and that week really just sets people on fire for you know the next year to come school-wise especially um but kind of shifting with your generation, you know, there's a lot of technology, yeah. right? Like, I'm sure most people, like, for myself, you know, I got a phone, got a watch, like, a computer, an iPad. Like, right. everything's technology, right? Yeah. Like, you're walking with a computer 24-7. Like, how weird is that? Yeah. Like, really weird. So, how can your generation, and we've kind of seen it with COVID um, in the church here, how can your generation really change somewhat of church and how we view church through technology? Well, you know, through Corona, we've been able to use our broadcasting stuff here and use that technology to be able to broadcast our uh, services and things like that to people who didn't feel safe or weren't weren't able to come to church. And that's grown. Um, and then I think technology just makes it easier to stay in touch with friends and get them back to the church or keep them up to date with stuff that's going on, you know, um, without, you know, seeming like you're forcing it on people, you know. Right. So, so it kind of opens up. Um, I guess in a good way and a bad way, a lot of options Yeah. Um, because, you know, we kind of see as COVID, we see, you know, the, the increase of technology and live stream. Right. But it also kind of hinders, you know, like seeing yeah, your it friends. Ta- yeah, it right? takes away from actually seeing people and things like that. But Right. So as we kind of think about those two things, um, really, you know, being right now in the moment is really hard, especially with with the technology, with the world that it is, because it seems like, you know, you see right now, of course, like, hey, you know, this is going on now. And then you look back and like, but it could be like this if we weren't in in this kind of season of life. Right. Um, so as we kind of shift to, to um, one of our last questions here, what is a current major event, major current event, I guess would sound better, yeah. Um, of great interest to you now. So what's something that, that you've kind of been researching, studying, looking at? I mean, I'm into politics, you know, so keeping up with the election and stuff like that. Um, but, 
you know, without getting too into it, I just think a lot of it just shows where the faith is in the country as of a whole is just watching that and reading things about it, you know, right. um, and how far it shifted over the past, you know, decade, two decades. Um, and just how important it is to go and vote and things like that, you know, and I'm, I'm not at the age yet that I can vote, but, you know, as a young kid watching stuff, it shows you that it's important and that's what you need to do. Right. So as we kind of look at the election, um, you know, we're kind of at a spot in our country where, you know, you, you basically pick one or pick the other and there's really no middleman, no right. middle ground. Um, and a lot of the times with people that kind of creates more division right. than unity. Yeah. Um, how kind of since the election has occurred, what has kind of been the most major thing to kind of look at um, kind of like and study um, as you see, like the numbers grow one way or the numbers drop one way. What's kind of been the biggest focus of the election since since the election? Um, I don't know if. Feel like stuff really dropped off um with like corona for like a week or two you didn't hear too much about corona you know right um and then you got back on that track uh it's all like everything's politically driven like you were saying the, the divisions there and i don't know i don't really know any central focus of anything because i don't know that we can get our heads and our minds on one track together as a country anymore right you know i, I don't know that there's any one thing that we can look at and be like okay this has happened right. because we're all so divided over it and we can't really get on the same track anymore like maybe we could have used to, you know? Right. And as we, you know, think about the election, we think about a lot of division in our country and even churches. Um, yeah. And one way we've kind of unified the church in a sense is through technology. Right. With uh, people not being able to come um, and we're, we bring the body together, even though it's not physically together, we bring each other together. Um, how can you kind of speak on your generation of, you know, really thinking about like the division in your generation and other generations, do you really see division in your generation? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you know, it's real easy to choose a side or one and then for people to be mad at you about it, no matter which side you choose. Um, and I think the best way to get over that is for people to, you know, go back to realizing that people have different opinions and beliefs and you can work through that together so long as you don't, you know, discard somebody because of it. Right. But yeah, it's definitely present in our generation, you know, um, just people being people, I guess. <laughs> right. Kind of kind of the overall just yeah. people being people. I like that. Yeah. So as we kind of wrap up today, um, I just want to ask you a few more questions uh, so the listeners know a little bit about you. So 12th grade, big decision coming up next year. Um, you got a few college options. Uh, what are your kind of top two or three schools right now? Yeah, so I think right now. I've got, you know, Auburn, Alabama and like Troy on the list. Um, Auburn being at the top, okay. <laughs> War Eagle, yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll let that slide. <laughs> but uh, really just looking for a school that I like and that I can enjoy being at for four years, you know, right. and do something that I, that I want to do from there. So as you choose a school, what is what what kind of major, what kind of route do you feel like God's taking you on? Yeah, so um, really haven't been able to decide between like like school administration, so principal type of thing right. or law. So right now I'm thinking about majoring in education to go ahead and have that education base. Right. And then if and then go to law school from that, because you can you can get whatever major you want, whatever bachelor's degree you want and then go to law school off of that. Right. So I think that's my choice right now. But, you know, we'll see where that goes. Right. So thinking a lot, you know, you talked about the election, politics, mm -hmm. um, how you know, how do you think you kind of want to use law 
um, if you go that route, how would you use it? You know, would you want to be like a personal attorney? Would you want to do like corporate? Would you want to like actually be involved in politics? Maybe yeah. be a mayor one day. I could see it. Mayor <laughs> yeah. of Wigginsville. <laughs> Let's not. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, I guess politics is always on the table. But you know, it's on the table for anybody if they want to try. Um, but I really haven't decided between what kind of law. Maybe corporate. But I've also thought. You know, sports agents make a lot of money. <laughs> so they if you can do. get into that, you know, and sign on with some high dollar people, you can make you can make a lot of money. Right. So with sports agents, you really only need one person to get you <laughs> right. started, and then right. word travels fast if yeah. you, you can get it get it done because they yeah. make I don't know ten. They 12%, make ten percent. Like, yeah, ten percent of contracts. You're making a million dollars. That's a that's a nice chunk of change. Yeah. So. Walker, I really appreciate you being on today, yeah. uh, letting the people know really what's going on, not only here at Ridgecrest, but in your life um, as we specialize, you know, really take a look at, at your life and as you get ready to make the next jump um, off to college. So, Walker, um, thank you for being on today. Yeah. I'm glad to have you. Um, Thanks and, for having me. And we can't wait to have you back on. <laughs> thank you.